0: Hello and welcome to The Little Pod, a little podcast where we take on big ideas, ask the big questions and hopefully offer a big load of support for all of you out there with little ones under five. We are Oxford University Press and we're back in Oxford with more great chat about what makes our little ones tick and how we can help them grow up ready to take on anything. I'm Robin Belfield and it's great to be here, so let's crack on with the chat. Today we're joined by Shannon, a parent from Oxford with two children, Oliver, age three, and Charlie, who is eight.
1: Hello, it's really great to be here today.
0: And joining us a little bit later for what the experts say, we have Poppy O'Neill, best-selling author specialising in children's mental health and expert in how to encourage strong relationships for little ones. Poppy's joining us on the phone today all the way from the South Coast, so welcome Poppy.
2: Hi Robin, thanks so much for having me.
0: Thank you both so much for being here. Let's get going with today's big question.
1: The big question.
0: So today, the question we're going to be tackling is, how can you help your child make friends? It's always a worry. Maybe your child has a great group of friends at nursery or reception or at the childminder they're leaving behind. Maybe they struggle to share or they're shy. Or maybe they love to socialise until they fall asleep. In this episode, we're going to get into all the practical things you can do to help your child settle in and make friends at school or a new preschool setting. What you can do to help your child connect and why it's so important. Shannon, let's start with you. You're a mum, you've already got one child at school with another one starting soon. Was making friends and socialising something that you thought much about when when Charlie started school and um, did you do anything to help him out?
1: Yes, absolutely. I think any parent worries about their children going to a new environment and making friends. I think it's a massive fear for the child and um, the parent. And we've all gone through school, so we know exactly how big having friends is. So it was a massive worry for Charlie. He's quite a shy Little boy, he again at the time he was an only child, so he went to a different nursery from his new school, so it was a new environment, new people around him, so it was a worry. Um, We did encourage him, you know, we helped him be open minded to different children and making friends. That not only do you have to go in, if you just make one friend that day, that's great. You don't have to make friends with everyone in the class and being open to the children's opinions, what they like and what they do. And again, listening to them, making sure that he is being a bit more confident and saying hello and ask, asking what their name is. He Like again, he is quite shy, so he's not a very confident talker either. He wouldn't have gone in. So that was a big worry. So at home, we just encouraged him to be open-minded and that if he came home and played with one friend at school, it was absolutely amazing. If he came home and knew, five children's names and he played with them and they had a great time that that was the best feeling as well so we we helped him in a way where we read books to him and there's lots of different books out there that we read and um told him that if he did come home and he only played with one friend it was okay and if he come home and he didn't like maybe what one friend was playing so he tried to make friends with another friend that that was okay so just making sure his emotions and He was okay with what he did that day and encouraging them that that is okay to do that.
0: And what would you say was the thing you were most concerned about?
1: The thing I was most concerned about was him making friends, for sure. Um, And him coming home worrying that maybe this friend didn't like the same things as him or that I think my biggest fear was that he was going to come home and say he didn't play at all or I didn't make any friends. But of course, children are children. And at that age, they are so open to making friends and everyone has great ideas of what to play and the children just go along with each other. So in that sense, I think for him, that was my biggest worry, but for him, we just encouraged him again to go in, be himself and make sure he's taken opinions in, he's got kind and he's he's feeling okay and just being open to what other children around him want to do.
0: Great. And now you've got Oliver. How much of this is on your mind when thinking about him starting school?
1: Yes, yeah, so it's still very much on my mind. Um, again, he's in nursery at the moment, so he is socialising with different children, um, which is great. It's not a massive concern Oliver starting school as he's such more confident than Charlie. So he is very adaptable to what's going on around him. He's very confident of going in and he likes to play on his own, but he he will approach other children. Now we've got friends and family that have children so he's been around children more and I think that encourages him and gives him that confidence to go in and be a bit more open and he's quite headstrong so if he's around something that he doesn't quite like he he's got that confidence to to just go off and do what he wants to do or go to another little friend and see what they're doing so he's he's very much more confident and Charlie was very sensitive and quite quiet where he is complete opposite spectrum so he's that little bit more so it does give you more confidence knowing that he is that little bit more confident to go in and being not have to be overly encouraged because he knows what he's doing
0: learned from his older brother as well yeah I absolutely <laughs> and generally do you talk about friendships at home
1: yes we do so i encourage the conversation when they come home from school I always ask have they been with friends today what they've played with friends today and especially Charlie he comes home goes yes I've played with friends today all but this friend didn't want to play this so I did go and find another friend and I, I tell him that's okay sometimes people won't want to play that and you have to understand so we talk about what they do with their friends today. And Oliver, again, being in preschool and nursery, I always ask him, what, what did he play with, did he, with his friends today? Did he do this with his friends? And him being a little bit younger, he doesn't really understand the whole concept of what question. But I think it's good to talk about if they did communicate and if they did play with friends and what they did with their friends.
0: That's great, Shannon. These are such big steps, aren't they? Going to a new school, to a new setting. Um, really challenging. So thank you for sharing your your experiences.
1: What the experts say.
0: Poppy, I'm going to come over to you. It's great to have you on the phone and and let's get your take on on all of this. Listening to Shannon just now, why is making friends and socialising with other children so important for little ones?
2: Hi, Robin. Yes, great question. Um, so, human beings—we're um, highly social species, and we've evolved to need friends, and um, for survival, um, but also for happiness and living a fulfilled life. And there was this really interesting study done by the University of Cambridge, um, and they found—they uh, studied seventeen hundred kids um, at age three, and then again at age seven, and they found um, that the children that had high peer play ability as they put it which basically means um they could engage with um other kids their age and play with them easily and well um so the kids who could do that easily at age three um had better mental health at age seven and uh the study went on to say um that where kids were struggling giving them more opportunities for that kind of interaction and that kind of play gave that improvement as well um so it's a really interesting one and really positive i think um, to show that friendship and just interacting and playing with other kids is so valuable it's a bit like uh learning to walk uh they're going to stumble they're going to uh fall on their bums um they're going to get up again and those sort of mistakes those stumbles are going to build a stronger skill and um, they learn from each uh each part of the process of learning um, to make friends.
0: That's great. Thank you. Um, And what would you say are the main barriers or the difficulties that children face when they're trying to make friends?
2: Well, as you were saying with Shannon, um, starting at a new school or a new setting, it's such a huge change and a huge transition um, for kids. There's so much to take in, uh, so many new people. Uh, new sights, smells, and feelings, um, and so if um, a child is struggling to settle, struggling to feel calm while they're at school, then they'll struggle to connect with the other children around them. So that can be a, a big barrier if they're already dealing with that that kind of stress of starting somewhere new. And there's another piece to it, um, which is theory of mind, which is the ability to understand that other people have their own individual inner lives and their own thoughts that are different to our own. And that uh, naturally develops around the age of four. Um, so for some children that's still, well, for all children this age, that is still coming along and developing.
0: Thank you. It's a great opportunity to bring Shan back in. Um, I know you had a question for Poppy too.
1: Yes, I do. So in school and nursery, kids are interacting with each other quite a lot. But how can you help them make friends when they are at home with their family?
2: Thanks, Shannon, brilliant question. So I would say playing together. And uh, when I say playing, I don't mean always it doesn't always have to be games uh, or with toys. Being playful together, you can make the washing up playful. And when we connect in a playful way, uh, we work on their uh, emotional intelligence, we develop their uh, emotional skills. And when we help them develop their emotional skills, it helps them feel calmer and more settled when they're at school, when they're somewhere not as familiar as home. Um, And the calmer and more settled they feel at school, uh, the better their ability to connect with the other kids.
0: That makes a lot of sense. But if your child is struggling to make friends, what what can we do then?
2: Yes, so it's such a a big worry uh, for all parents. And when we see our children struggling, um, it's It can be really painful. As I said, it, it is a skill and it, they're not going to be perfect at it straight away. So it's important to um, not panic. And what you can do to help them with that struggle is to make home that really safe, nurturing, lovely place. So focusing on connection, on play, on making space for their emotions, um, whether that sadness about what's going on at school anger disappointment worry being really nurturing to those emotions and letting them know that it's okay to feel those feelings and um, can really help dial down the tension around big feelings if they come to you with something specific um that they're struggling with or another kid that they're having trouble with try to address the emotion that's going on for them um, over the problem that they're describing Because problem solving is a skill that we develop in relationship with others um, and it's a really important skill. So it does our children a disservice to take away those opportunities to learn how to problem solve. Other than that, I would say be on their side. Um, If it is a bullying situation, go to the school and be their advocate Um, and at home build on their self-esteem and let them know that they are wonderful and fascinating and lovely
0: it's really clear to see the the benefits and the skills children gain now from from making friends but but what will they gain in the long run
2: oh real skills for life um so they'll learn how to deal with conflict how to problem solve they learn empathy um and they learn what makes a good friendship what friendships feel good to them what kind of people they stick well with, um, and good friendships early on will lead to more good friendships as they grow into older kids, into teenagers, and then later um, it will form the blueprint for their relationships throughout life. Um, professional relationships, romantic ones, family relationships, it all um, begins uh, with these early friendships.
0: Thanks so much, Poppy. That's all brilliant advice for everyone listening. If we were going to summarise this into three top tips for how parents and carers can help their little ones make friends, what would you suggest?
2: My three top tips. So tip number one is encourage their expression of big emotions. Stay with your child when they're expressing those more difficult ones, the anger, um, the sadness, the disappointment, show them that that feelings shouldn't be, aren't something that they should be scared of that. You are not scared of their feelings, um, and that leads to real uh, emotional intelligence, uh, for children. Uh, my second top tip is to play together. Whether it's Lego with a pet, making up silly songs, you can make anything playful. As I said, um, doing a silly walk on the way to school, whatever it is, find what's genuinely fun for both of you and do it together regularly. And those connections. Uh, those moments of connection are so valuable and they develop um, your, your relationship with your child, but also your child's emotional skills um, so well in those playful moments. And then my third top tip is to try not to worry about it. Uh, your child will pick up on your, on your worry about it. And I know it's a really big ask, actually, because we do worry about it because we love our kids and we care about them. But remember that it takes some kids a little bit longer to form friendships. On the other hand, others find themselves part of complex friendship groups early on, which can bring its own challenges. Both are fine. And what your child needs from you is to comfort and support them, assuring them that they are loved exactly as they are.
0: Well, what a powerful note to end on. Thank you so much. I, I think it's the case with a lot of the conversations we have, on this podcast, it's so important to support little ones to find their own way through. We really hope you take away some useful ideas and suggestions from this podcast. You can find Poppy's book, Help Your Child Make Friends, in all good bookshops. And there are some brilliant picture books available too, like The Friendship Bench by Wendy Mador, which are great for taking on discussions about friendships with your child. We'll be back soon with another little pod taking on another big question but until then my thanks to both our guests for joining us and sharing their expertise and experiences
1: thank you so much thank you and thank you for having me as well
0: been great to have you both it's been a really thought-provoking conversation with you and to all our listeners we look forward to you joining us again next time here on the little pod